Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. I see that's not all he said. That's all I read while ago because I was established another thought. That I am the vine, you are the branches. That we are the fruit bearing part. And that the fruit of the Spirit that Paul talks about is the fruit of the born again, recreated human spirit, the fruit that grows on the branch because of the life within, the life of Christ. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Go back and read that with me because I want you to get the 8th verse also. And that's John 15th chapter. That 7th verse, Jesus said, and notice now, notice something here. I asked you, did you wear your shouting clothes? I don't know about you, but I'm about to have a running spell. <laughs> Praise God. I just had to control myself. I like to took off there. <laughs> we stopped reading in this 15th chapter of John a little bit earlier because there was another point I wanted to make with you about I am the vine, ye are the branches, and so on. We stopped reading with that sixth verse. But you see, the seventh and the eighth verse goes right along, right along with those other six verses. Are you following me? Now, read it again if you would like. I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. All right. He's talking about branches bearing fruit. We know that the branch is us. We know that the branch is our born-again, recreated human spirit. We know that some fruit that he's talking about has to be the fruit of the spirit that Paul talked about, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, temperance, faithfulness, and so on. All right. That's part of it. But that's not all of it. Now listen. And every branch that beareth not fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me. Well, down there in the 17th verse, 7th verse, if ye abide in me. Still talking about the same thing. If ye abide in me. All right, here he said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same brings forth. How much? Little dab? Little dab will do you? No. Much fruit. Much fruit. You want to be a fruit bearing Christian? Well, it not only includes the fruit of the recreated, born against human spirit, but let's go on reading it. We'll find out what kind of fruit he's talking about here. Much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. I see, that's not all he said. That's all I read a while ago because I was established another thought that I am the vine, you are the branches, that we are the fruit-bearing part. 
And that the fruit of the Spirit that Paul talks about is the fruit of the born-again, recreated human spirit, the fruit that grows on the branch because of the life within, the life of Christ. Now, if ye abide in me, see this pick up the train of thought again here now. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will. Ask what who wills? God will. Well, if it's the will of God, he'll do it. That's what I believe. I wonder sometimes if those nuts have ever read the Bible. Bless their darling hearts and stupid heads. <laughs> if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye, or we would say you, shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Hallelujah. Notice something here now before I go further here. And we all have a divine explosion. <laughs> Notice, according to this verse then, whether or not your prayers are heard and answers depends more on you than it does on God. A lot of times we won't leave it up to God. Well, if it's His will, you know, I don't want anything the Lord don't want me to have. If it's His will, I want it. If it's his will, he'll do it. Think you're being humble. Don't know they're being stupid. <laughs> being humble means to submit yourself to the word of God. That's not submitting yourself to the word of God. And let me say it again. In the final analysis, whether or not your prayers are heard or answered depends more on you than it does God. See, we want to leave it up to God all the time. But if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, he tells you here how you can ask what you will and it will be done. He tells you exactly. It's by letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will. Ye shall ask what ye will. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Now, I've always believed that. I remember my wife and I on one occasion. We went with another minister's wife down in Texas, drove 300 and some odd miles to another minister's home. His wife was bedfast with cancer, July of 1949. Bedfast, given up to die, now it become bedfast on her deathbed. We prayed for two days and nights in 1949. Two days and nights for that dear woman. We slept about four hours of night and ate one meal, and the rest of the time we was in that room praying constantly. The second night when we laid out about four o'clock in the morning, this pastor that I went with, we, we laid out on a mattress in the living room. They didn't have that many bedrooms in that parsonage. And I turned and said to him, you know, since 1934, this is 1949, 15 years, I've never prayed this long for anything without getting it. Something's wrong somewhere. We was in a little town in West Texas, had one radio station there, a town about 15,000 population. And I said, if the radio in your car didn't get this local station, you wouldn't phone up there and say, you better have your radio station fixed, my radio won't get it. No, you'd have the receiver worked on. I said, we've been shouting at God for two days and nights, God heal this woman. Oh, God heal her. I didn't know as much sin as I know now. I'm telling you how I found out a lot of things I know. Oh, God, healers. I said, see, we worked entirely on the sending end. Oh, God, healer. 
Oh, God, come on the scene. Oh, God, do this. Oh, God, do that. Oh, God. Like one fellow was holding a meeting for one night. Bless his darling heart. Full gospel pastor down in Texas. He and I would come to the church early and get in the prayer room behind the platform and pray. And I'll tell you, I don't mind people praying out loud. I pray out loud myself as long as they're scriptural. But when they get unscriptural, it just bothers me. Rubs me the wrong way. And every night, he'd pray and pray and the way he'd pray is out of the will of God and, and he couldn't get anything. His spirit knew it and his head didn't have enough sense to get it. And so he, he knew on the inside of him, he just felt like I'm a it. And he'd close out every night. He'd just in a sing-song fashion for 15, 20, or 30 minutes in a sing-song fashion. Oh, God, move God. Oh, God, do something. My God, do something. You see, if he don't have revival or something, don't happen, he's done for at that church. He's got to leave. And incidentally, he did. He's never done anything since then. And probably shouldn't have been there to begin with. But anyway, oh, God, do something. My God, just a begging God. Well, I'd get up and get away from him. I don't like unbelief, whatever it's coming out of. Finally, one night, we was getting down towards the end. Nothing's happening. Finally, one night, he's out. Oh, God, do something. And he'd holler, some way, somehow. 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 Oh, my God, move. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Some way. And you think that's monotonous. Oh, that's just the beginning. He'd go, he'd, he'd go on that way anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes every night, never less than 15, and sometimes even 30. That's the way he closed his prayer out every night. He's 30 minutes in closing. And <laughs> some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Get on your nerves. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Him a hollering. Some way, somehow. Oh, my God, he said, some way, somehow. Tears in his voice, you know. Desperate, bless his heart, you felt so sorry for him. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. My God, move, he said. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Well, I didn't have as much nerve as I do now, and I might not have that much nerve yet, but I, I wanted to just jump up and run over there and grab him by the shoulders and shake him till his teeth rattled and say, shut up. <laughs> Jesus is the way, and the Holy Ghost is the how. <laughs> Amen. There's no use of hollering some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Jesus is the way, and the Holy Ghost is the how. But I didn't do it. And he kept a hollering some way, somehow. Some, every night. You think a fellow having to preach after hearing that from 15 to 30 minutes every night. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. My God moved some way, somehow. And of course, the more he hollered, the more he prayed it, the further away from God he got because it's all unbelief. And I never will forget it. We was getting down towards the end of the meeting. And he is getting desperate. Oh, my God, he said. Oh, some way, somehow. He'd been a hollering sing-song fashion. Some way, somehow, for I don't know how long. Finally, he blurted out, Oh, God, he said, Move, Lord, by some hooker crook. <laughs> Why, God's not moving. God's not moving by hooks and crooks. He wanted God to move so desperately. Missed the whole thing. God doesn't move by hooks and crooks. He said, if ye abide in me, if ye abide in me, if ye abide in me, 
and my words abide in you. You won't need any hooks and crooks. <laughs> You'll ask what ye will. Ye shall ask whatsoever ye will, and it shall be done unto you. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagan. On this power-packed DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagan explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're on Roku, uh, and then we've got our Word of Faith magazine. You can read it online. You can download it, or you can go there to rhema.org and request a hard copy copy to be sent to you. That's right. You you can listen to Rhema for today, our radio podcast, uh, rhema.tv. You can be archives of all of our conferences and videos, and join us live. That's right. Live every Sunday morning at 10, and every Sunday night at 7 and every Wednesday night at 7 right here at Raymond Bible Church. Standard Time. Yeah, right here. You can join us right on there, right on the internet. It's streamed live, you know. But you can find out anything about us. You can find out all about Raymond Bible Training College. Uh, You can go there to Raymond Bible Training College. You can go to rbtc.org slash trendsetters. Or if you're on the raymond.org, there's a a deal you can punch and get there too. So, hey, you want to know anything about us, just go to rhema.org. Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagen entitled, Meant to Stir the World. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.